Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, Jess, I, I was in such a good mood throughout our Wednesday. And then the news came and it has ruined my day. The news that Aaron Rodgers has COVID. Which means more importantly for me, he will not be playing in Sunday's game. The only thing I can take away from this, he is not my fantasy quarterback. Yeah, that's good news. At least you've had a pretty good run with yours. I yeah. I'm almost quarterbackless in both of my leagues, so there's that. But it is Wednesday, which means it's my Friday, but you're halfway done, so that's good news. And we're only 24 hours away from the next NFL game. You're listening to Weather Insider, and we will be talking about weather. Do not worry. Uh, <laughs> for Wednesday, November 3rd, uh, meteorologist uh, Bernie Reno, along with meteorologist Jessica Pash. And, you know, uh, first of all, uh, we have to say congratulations to the Atlanta Braves for winning the World Series last night. Uh, that, that game was in Houston, I believe, correct? I believe so. I believe so. I'm not a big yeah. baseball person. One of the few yeah. sports I cannot get into. Well, I still uh, I, was, I, was, I keep enough interest on it, but I, I'm, I'm starting with that for a reason. Last couple of days, Houston in the 80s. Uh, but boy, changes are on the way here. And in mm -hmm. fact, uh, in the next uh, 24 hours, a, a dramatic change. In fact, they coming to Houston. In fact, some of that change is already underway. That is right. And it's going to be jacket weather here across the southern tier of the nation for folks in Texas with temps dropping anywhere from in some spots, 15 to 20 degrees from today to tomorrow. Widespread 50s on the board mm -hmm. for places like Beaumont, Houston, Victoria. It is going to get quite chilly and quite quickly. Yeah. And, you know, the problem is uh, when these fronts come, uh, when the fronts are coming in from the north in Texas, not when they come in from the west, when fronts come in from the west, they can produce showers and thunderstorms, but it clears. It clears. The sun comes out. It gets windy. It gets cooler. It's not a big deal. But when these fronts come in from the north, they always have a deck of low clouds with them. And that's what really allows temperatures not to go anywhere during the day. Uh, for example, uh, uh, Dallas today, no better than the 50s because of those low clouds. And that's the regime that we're going to be looking at in uh, Houston as we go through tomorrow. We've also been uh, just uh, tracking some rain, some thunderstorms today. And it's that storm that is going to cause some problems uh, over the next couple of days. First, across the Sunshine State on Friday, and it, it will not be very sunny at all there. That is right. And also, I just wanted to point out, I mean, Texas yeah. is going to get chilly, certainly with highs in the 50s. But I was looking at places like Little Rock and Oklahoma City, and their highs are in the 40s. Yeah. That is downright cold, especially for folks down there. Yeah, and if where skies clear... As we go through tonight, for example, uh, there wouldn't be surprised a place like Little Rock, for example, where I do think it is going to try to clear. Temperatures are going to be dipping down into the middle 30s. And I bet you Oof. in outside of the city, there's going to be a frost 
Probably not a freeze. It won't get that cold, but I bet you there's going to be a frost across parts of Arkansas, certainly uh, even in the in parts of Tennessee as well as the colder air comes down. But, you know, that that storm gets it's go gets going in the Gulf of Mexico tomorrow, central Gulf, uh, central Gulf of Mexico. But there's not a whole lot with it across the southeast, Atlanta, Birmingham, Montgomery. It's more about the clouds and the chill. But then. It's Friday as the moisture starts to gather Thursday night. And this looks just like this is going right across Florida. Yeah. And there could be some big concerns there with too much rain and too little time watching that possibility of flash flooding there really across most of the Sunshine State. And speaking of frost and freeze concerns, a little bit of that in the Northeast this morning. Yeah, no doubt about that. In fact, uh, if, if, if you did not park your car in the garage this morning, you had to get up a little early. Did you have, you got up late enough? Was there any frost on your car this morning? There was not. Yeah, you got up a little late. You didn't have to come in until a little later. So mm-hmm. the sun came up and, and melted the temperatures were right around the freezing mark. And, you know, that's that's really going to be the story in the Northeast over the next couple of days. It, you know, as we've been talking about, Jeff, it's not record cold it's not arctic cold but it is chilly and outside yesterday i was surprised how cold i was given the temperatures well we're in the we're in the lower to middle 50s shouldn't have it shouldn't have felt that bad but yet it did mama passion and i were talking the other night and i said i just got out of work and it feels really cold out here and then i look at my car and of course you know the temperature in the car is not the most accurate thing but it's close well What's the temperature out there? And I said, eh, 51. And she mm. goes, and you think that's cold? And I said, well, the sun is down. Yeah, it true. feels chilly. But there was a wind, too. Still, it, I mean, it feels a lot colder. And I think that just goes back to the fact that, you know, we were spoiled in October. It was a very, very warm month. And it's almost like a reality check, kind of like a smack in the face with how chilly we are now. Yeah, and the coolest part of this air mass is going to be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for the Northeast, and that includes mm-hmm. the Southeast as well. But then, you know what, as we head toward the weekend, as we get into Saturday and Sunday, that's when temperatures rebound in a lot of places. But then, Jess, you know, we got to keep an eye on that storm in the Gulf of Mexico. You know, I, I tweeted something out a couple of days ago, and I said, game, set, match with this storm. And I think for much of the country, that's probably right. But that tweet may not age well because <laughs> this system, you know, I was thinking this first trough, the trough that's coming into the Northeast, I thought that was going to suppress the system to push it out to sea. Now, it has done that to a certain extent, but the storm's going to be a little slower. And I'm concerned that the pattern changes a little bit as we head toward the weekend. Yeah. Are you thinking that there's any chance that some parts of the Northeast, maybe especially up towards New England, could get yeah. in on yeah, a little I, bit of I, rain I, or at least I, some wind? I'm not sure yet. You know, you've got another piece of energy, and this is the energy that came into the Northwest. So what we're going to do is we're going to the pattern that I thought was going to push this system offshore is going to repeat itself because as our trough lifts out of the Northeast, and that's what provided the cold, we have a new one coming in. So then we start the process all over. Okay, you have energy in the southern branch across the Gulf of Mexico. Now you've got this digging trough or strengthening jet stream across the central United States, and then you play the game. Does that trough push it out to sea, or does a little piece of energy drop into the into the system, allow it to deepen, and then it tries to hug the coast for a time? Now, no matter what the solution is, there is going to be rain and wind along the Carolina coast. 
Friday night, you know, as, as we get into Friday night and Saturday. The question is, does it come right up the coast? And I can see a scenario that it gets close enough that there's rain and wind all the way to the 95. That would include, you know, Baltimore, uh, Washington, D.C., Richmond, Raleigh. And then it comes right up toward Philadelphia, New York City. That would be mostly Sunday, Sunday night. And then right in the eastern New England. I think that is at least in the discussion. Yeah. And for what it's worth, too, it does look like the best dynamics are kind of right offshore. Yeah. So it's just a question of does it make that connection or does it miss the connection? Yeah. And, you know, I think the key is if you get a little piece of that trough, that northern piece that kind of comes in, it phases it a little bit, as we call it. It's out ahead of the it, you know, and the key is it's out ahead of the trough. So, you know, it's going to move to the northeast, not not, you know, just to the east. The question is, does that trough drive it or push it or push it offshore? It, it, and, and I'm not going to roll out up the coast. Yes, I suspect. And I could be wrong. I suspect the eastern solution that is a little farther off to the east, probably far enough offshore that there's not much with this is it, I think right now to me is the more likely solution. But you know what? These things are always, you know, the difference between up the coast and out to sea is like a pinprick. It's that small in the atmosphere. So we do want to alert you along the eastern seaboard that you got to stay tuned. AccuWeather.com, the AccuWeather Network will continue to talk about it. Yes, and things are certainly active also on the West Coast with yeah, our series of storms here. We have a couple of them. One really ramps up late tonight into tomorrow. Widespread rain moving into the interior sections of the Northwest. Then there's another storm that moves in on Friday. And right. then another, another one, one. Moves in this weekend. And the yeah. one that moves in this weekend on Saturday, that's the one that I think is going to be the coldest one. And it does it look like we're going to see some snow potentially in the Cascades, maybe falling down a cat to pass level. But wow, it is still going to remain active. And then something I've been noticing yeah. the GFS is doing a little something towards the middle of next week. I don't know if yeah. you looked that far out. I did. But- and you know, and you know th- th- that next one. It's always the next one we're talking about. But you, you talked about the one on Thursday, then Friday, then Saturday. All of those systems are what I call lifting. What do I mean by that? As they come into the northwest, they're lifting to the north. They're not digging to the south. But the other storm that's coming, you mentioned the one on Sunday uh, is or Saturday is the coldest of the systems. That, too, is lifting. But I think that sets the stage for the another system early next week that instead of lifting to the north is actually going to be what I call digging or pushing to the south. That's the one that potentially can be the coldest, the wettest. And that's the one that also may have the biggest impact on the rest of the United States as we get into the next week. Because you and I were talking about all it takes is one of these systems in the northwest to be a strengthening one as it comes in. And then all of a sudden you're going to push it across the Rockies. You're going to start getting widespread snow that pushes out into the plains. Then all of a sudden, for the first time this year, you tap into some cold air. You get the possibility of rain and thunderstorms on the eastern side, the potential for a snow storm in the high plains on the north side and out ahead of that you get the warming back into the northeast for the next couple of days right so that's the one i think the watch in the longer range that can have a bigger impact on the pattern in the u.s yes and of course once we get out this far when it comes to some of these models they start doing all sorts of 
wacky things, but it has like a 978 millibar low. Yeah, that's a strong moving low. through the Great Lakes yeah. and all sorts of rain, snow, everything you could possibly want yeah. in the weather mix here. And it looks pretty stormy on the east beyond that. Yeah. And you know what? You know, we're talking about the computer models. You know what? They were never made to make the forecast. They're a tool to make a forecast. And that's an, a, a, an important distinction. But however, the one thing they do a good job is showing an overall pattern. And Jess mm-hmm. and I were talking about this at some point. One of these systems in the Northwest is going to come in and change the pattern across the United States. I think that's the one. And, uh, you know, so as we look ahead and let's see how this happens by the middle part of next week, it looks like more of a much active weather pattern in the U.S. where we can be, and you know, November, the fall can be a very extreme month because you could still get warmth. You can get still get severe weather, but yet you can start getting snowstorms. And I think this is the storm that may have all of that. And again, we're not talking in the middle part of next week, but I think that's the system to kind of keep your eye on along with the storm this weekend. Yeah. And it's also very difficult. I wanted to add to when it comes to snowstorms this time of year, especially I would say in the Northeast, because you still have so both this time of year and in the spring, I feel like in the winter, it's much easier to Mm -hmm. get snowfall totals and things of that nature. But this time of year, the ground is still very warm. So you have to take that into consideration when you're putting out these snow maps and things like that. And it's kind of the complete opposite in the spring where you might get a snowstorm that overproduces because of how cold the ground is. But these are things to take into consideration too, where it's, it makes it even more difficult to forecast for these kind of big events. Yeah. And you know what? Until you get the cold air established, until you get a, an injection of cold air, I don't see any of that coming. You're going to rely on the strength of the storm, the heavy precipitation on the backside. So that's what's going to make it tricky. But I do think a couple of storms. Let's keep an eye on that storm for the upcoming weekend. And we'll continue to keep an eye out for the storm early uh, middle part of uh, next week, Jess. Yes. And of course, we'll continue to keep an eye on the storm that's brewing in Green Bay with quarterback. Yeah, well, it sounds like, you know what? I gave up hope. We got the wind on Thursday. This was a loss for me anyway, but uh, you know what? We'll see what Jordan Love can do. All right, that's a football part. Uh, Jess, is it is her Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jess will be back with us on Monday. We're going to have Melissa Constanzer with me tomorrow. We'll talk about all of these storms. But until then, make sure you download the AccuWeather app. It's a free download on your mobile device. Don't forget, also, we have minicast, minute-by-minute weather for the next four hours for your exact location. We'll keep you up to date on everything that is going on. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter. I'm at AccuRaino. Jess, you're at AccuJess or Jessica, Jessica Pash. Jessica WS. Pash. Also, when you go to Jess's site, I'm sure there will be some football talk of on that. Of course. Of course there is. All right. Let's see. Also, we'll let uh, we'll talk more about football tomorrow. Have yourself a good Wednesday night. We're back with you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.